Welcome to the DMV's Vibe Podcast. I am Miss Pink. And I'm Fearless Swagger. We thank y'all for joining us for Wind Down Sundays. And today we have a special guest in the building. Returning guest. Voted funniest guest of 2021. Oh, I was funny. What's happening? Ah, welcome. This is King. <laughs> oh, I was funny. In that case, what's happening? Yeah, you know you was in here cutting up last time. You was. A lot. You was. <clears throat> you, but you helped us kick off season people. three. Um, you know, for those who don't know, he did, uh, he was introduced with the one band kicking off season three, but he's no, back to talk to us about his brand, um, and his, and his solo music. So welcome Bishop. Thank you for appreciate coming and kicking it with us. We appreciate it. Um, can you start off by telling us, um, just a little bit about your background, like where you from, how long you've been doing music? Um, uh been doing music forever, but I'm born and raised in the city, D.C. Um, I'm just a regular, average, black individual. He's lying. Who uh, <laughs> I just I just want to win. You know what I mean? That's the truth. But yeah, everything else it. is a lie. Nah, you just gotta win. You just gotta pick the right team, right coach, right owner. Uh, flex. It's the In football life? analogy for right. me because his team just lost, y'all. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the no, Chiefs just lost. That was just something. And the Cowboys watched the game right You're along right, with us. right, because Michael Par- Parsons was definitely <coughs> tweeting about my homes. You are absolutely correct. Lord. Ain't no shade over here. Well, take some shots and get some more energy. You're not yourself right now. And my heart hurt. You seen the game? It's okay. Feel like, like a love one just died. It's always okay. next year. You, you, yeah. Tomorrow. You right. After the game. It's over. Can't change it now. There you go. Take a shot. Yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> well, what inspired you to get into to doing music? Uh, music music was therapy, though. Like, I used to listen to music all the time when I got in trouble, when I didn't want to do stuff. Like, it changed your mood. It changed your mood. You know what I'm saying? Your whole mood. Like, I went from didn't know how to cope with anger to listening to music. 
to settle my, you know what I'm saying, my mind and my thoughts. But then I heard Tupac and I heard Pimp C. And it was like, as a kid, like, I say what the fuck I want to. I mean, as long as it's respectful, but in the eyes of black people, if a kid speak the truth, he's going to be disrespectful because the truth hurts. Mm-hmm. So I was speaking the truth, but when I heard, it was always a, a issue. Like, you, you disrespectful, you this, you that. Um, but when I heard Tupac and when I heard Pimp C, I was like, oh, I can say that shit? Like, because they say what the fuck they want to say. Absolutely. So I'm like, damn, I can do that? As long as I make it sound good? And then I was told my voice was good. So that wasn't nothing but motivation. So... What, my voice ain't good. I didn't. I just looked up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, it is. Okay. I, I heard you um, harmonizing with that former um, band. My, 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 uh, I heard the harmonies in one of y'all songs. I said, "Oh, Bishop really can sing for real." I try to do what I can do when I can do it. Even without the auto tune, <laughs> yeah. like you can. Yeah, as some some light skinned brothers might say, I can't sing without auto tune, but he got a oh, whole Lord. coochie. But we ain't gonna talk about him. <clears throat> Jesus. Um, yeah. Who do you? Who would you say <laughs> you make music that for? That went down a little rough. <laughs> um, who I make music for? Uh, I make, so let me say this first. Like like my post on Instagram or Facebook, wherever you follow me at, um, it's based off of the people that follow me. It's based off the people who actually grew up how I grew up and lived in the same situation. So that's the same for my music. I make music, at first it was for myself, like, you know what I mean? For therapy, but then, you know, when you tell your story, you tell your truth, other people speak up too because it makes them feel like, okay, I'm not by myself. So I make it for people who struggling, people who believe in themselves and don't have nobody else that believe in them. I make this music, you know what I'm saying, for, for therapy, for other people who really don't have nobody to talk to. They got a lot of people in their life. Or they got a, like for the man who got a lot of women, but he can't relate to none of them other than sex. Like, mm. I, I I talk about that. Like, I, that's for him. You know what I mean? For the women who feel like all oh, men are terrible. I give an explanation of, you know what I mean? Like, just like women would say, not all women, or not all women this and all women that, but it's not every man, or, you know what I mean? And the aspect of, oh, you're a rapper, or you're a go go, so you're a hoe, or you this, or you that. So I make time. music to basically go against all odds. How would you say your music has grown from when you first started to now? Uh, when I first started, it was all war. It was all streets. It was all war. Um, I probably had like one or two songs for the ladies. I wasn't singing at all. I might sing on a hook here and there. But it was like everybody around me was like, Man, we don't be singing. We ain't no singers. Like We in the streets. We this, we that. But I'm like, Nate Dog was in the streets. He was singing. Like, Devin the dude, I know he was a crackhead at first, but he was singing, and we would ride it at. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, I can't do it. But it was it was always, uh, like, a situation where if it wasn't go-go, I shouldn't be singing. So it was it was almost unaccepted by, I, I would say, my peers first. But then one day I, um, I was like, the hell with that. Because the singing, you know what I mean? I ride around listening to R&B music. And it soothes my, you know what I'm saying? It soothes me. So I was like, well, I can do this shit myself. So it I did it myself. Yeah, I mean, it's, you can't. I can't listen to all R&B music, but it was, it was soothing. It was, it was helpful. So I'm like, well, 
People need to hear me. Yeah. Even if they don't want to. <laughs> Y'all gonna hear me. God That's damn. how it's supposed to be though. Yeah. When you when you um when you believe in yourself and you know that telling your story could help other people, push your brain no matter how many people pay attention to it or not. Just Amen. keep pushing your brain. Um, what has been your I would say your most prized or your favorite project so far? Um Hmm. I got, it's like a tie for two. Like, the first project that put me on the map in the city was real. Recognize everybody ain't loyal. Um, that kind of put me on the map, but her, the first her, her emotions are real. Like, that was the first time I displayed an entire CD of me singing, and it kind of pushed me over that, over the edge. Like, it was already women following me, but... It was more so like, all right, this one is strictly for y'all type of CD. And that CD, to this day, is my number one when it comes to numbers and money and all that stuff like that. So it's the number one CD that I ever put out. And I got nine with one on the way. Okay. Um, what has been your favorite song to, like, perform? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's usually... Most of the war songs be, for, be fun. Um, it's a song I got called Fuck Niggas. I don't know. It's just something about the beat. It's like a... I don't know. It's just something about the energy when you're when you doing war songs. And I call them war songs because it ain't no beef if you're the only one acting a fool. Hmm. And it's really not a war if they not retaliating. But it's like almost like a... Like a 50 Cent Ja Rule type of situation. Like you talking to yourself? You got to get it off your chest. Once you get it off your chest, it's over. Oh, okay. But Same I stand thing. on everything I say, so if I put it out there and if I record it, you best believe that the people that's on that song are going to get it before the public get it because I want, I want all the smoke. So I'm a, if I made the song because I wanted the smoke. I ain't going to lie right now. You sound like Gucci. With okay, because ten toes down <laughs> for real, period. I don't say period, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, don't need to come on my house, you on your period. Dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, Listen, um, we are not responsible for the Luch. things that come out of Bishop King's mouth. I just Sean Ballhead ass just told in. What's that Ballhead shout? We just here for an entertaining show. Kiki, what's up? What is your um, creative process like um, when you're creating a project? Do you go to the studio and just vibe, or do you prep prior to going into the studio? I go. I sit in my car. Oh, you like her? Um, y'all sit in the car. I sit in my car. <laughs> I I get comfortable in my in my driver's seat. I get in my zone. I pull me up a cup. I'm not drinking and driving. I might drive and drink. There's a difference, but <laughs> I'm doing both. I'm it's sitting, the wordplay for me. I'm, yeah, for for you popo that's listening. There. Uh, <laughs> I don't drink and drive, but I might drive and drink. But I, at this point in time, like far as getting creative, I really just. I put the beat on as high as I can get it, and I'm writing. And it probably take me about 10, 15 minutes to do one song. I seen you posted some videos you was in the studio recently. Yeah, I just did about 11 songs in two days. Two days? Well, damn. Yeah. That's tough. That's a mess. 
Because my, my creative yeah. process takes way longer than two days. My I mean, when you feel it, you feel it. So when you go to the gym, if you're feeling it, you're going you're gonna to probably give it an extra 30 minutes, an extra hour. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but a lot of times, like, Shit if I'm me. doing, no, because my trainer be trying to kill me. But when, I do, my, when I'm doing cardio and stuff, like, that's when things come in my head. Like, the book that I'm writing, I got the title of my book on the stay climb. And I type notes. Like, I'm always typing notes. Like, my phone. Stay climb. Yeah. What's the name of the book? Strong Cheeks. <laughs> No, I'm no. not taking a hypothesis here. <laughs> this is a hypothesis for you. A lot of DC people probably don't know what hypothesis is. I was guessing. Okay? An educated guess. I was guessing. No, that's not the name of my book. I'm not re- uh, releasing the name of my book. It should be a chapter, though, out. apparently. Yeah, yeah I, just, I just saw her run up some steps. Real live. Hey. Kim, Kim. <laughs> but, yeah, like, that's. I saw you. Because yeah, I be running. Ask my trainer. It's water, too, yeah. He's lying again. Mom and my pastor looking. Nigga, speak up. <laughs> my pastor looking. Oh, well, praise the Lord. That nigga ain't say hey, hi, nothing. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Nigga. Um, <laughs> what's up, bud? Can you tell us a little bit about, like, your emotions before your first show as opposed <clears throat> to getting ready for a show now? It never changed. I'm nervous before every show. I'm nervous until I open my mouth the first time because, one, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to say. I just be going. Um, I don't even follow the script when it is a script sometimes, so I have to sometimes tame myself. So I be more nervous about controlling myself versus anything else because I get up there. To be honest with you, my first I remember my first show ever, I forgot the words, but they didn't know. And that's when I learned that I can manipulate the whole entire situation. Like, even if I mess up, like, they won't know. So, doing the go-go, if anybody that does go-go, you know, like, we mess up damn near every song probably, but y'all don't know. Yeah. Unless you as sit on our you know, face. show with me. Yeah, so. I was about to say, because I done been to some shows and I seen the faces and I'm like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a they focus point? Like, I know some people get on stage and they don't see nobody in the audience. They just. Stay right into space. They found one thing to focus on. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that though. Um, I don't. I know I black out. I don't see nobody in the crowd. I mean, you see people. That's I mean a given, but you really don't see them. Um, when it's when it's far as go go, my main focus is on making sure the rest of my team is satisfied with what I'm doing. So when I'm on the stage, it's like I'm doing it for them, and vice versa. They be doing it for me. Like we're not trying to make each other look bad. I try to make each other be in birds or something like that. Um, but when I'm up there by myself, which is when I do rap shows, I'm always on stage by myself. I don't have nobody to look at. I don't have nobody to blame. I ain't got nobody to laugh with. And y'all been to my shows as far as go-go. I, I talk to the people anyway. I'm a joan on you. Just don't come up front looking wild. We all right. But I'm going to focus on – you got to – I mean, but you got to understand D.C. and rap. It don't go together. So mm. when you when you do rapping in DC, you have to engage with the crowd because they have to feel like okay, he all right. Yeah, I you know think they I mean? want like, they right. want to see somebody that's humble, and they not like. No, they want to see somebody that's famous. No, I was about to say they don't want to give them a chance. Like the showcase that I went to. Smiles, the, what's up, fool? The web band. Shout out to Yemi Gang. Um, Yemi, fool. We Yemi, I'm get, we getting in the studio one day this year. Hey. I mean, <laughs> not for real. We gonna get there. 
<laughs> he gonna whoop my ass for that. They will literally like boo, boo, boo. Where's what man? Where's what? And I'm like, yo, give these artists a chance. Like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm a little biased towards the game, but however, <laughs> no, that's my nigga right there. There was other dope ass artists that were there, and it's like, yo, give these people a chance. Like, this is a problem in the DMV. Like, it's. Outside of Go Go, like we have some talented mm-hmm. ass people in other lot. genres they of only, music. That's why the people that blew up, you never even heard of them until they blew up. Yeah. You only you only can name three people maybe that is hot right now or been hot in the last ten years in the rap game. That's from D.C., Maryland, Virginia. That you known before they really blew up, and that's Wale, Shy Glizzy, and Fat Trail. And you probably even remember Fat Trail and Shy Glizzy fighting at the DMV Awards. Mm-hmm. And over over the bridge in Crystal City, and, and that made the news. So that's probably the only reason you knew that. Over the bridge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, over the bridge. That's so that leads to my next question. Um, what is your favorite and least favorite right, part about being from here and doing music? My favorite? <sighs> Man. Mm, my favorite and my least favorite part is, is almost the same. It's like, I don't sound like I'm from here, but yes, I'm but I'm from here. I don't give a fuck that I don't sound like I'm not from here, but I I do give a fuck because it's what makes me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's at the same time it's like oh you don't say mo, or you don't say slim or cuz and all that shit. Man, eat a dick. Yeah. I say what I want to. Everywhere I go, they say I sound country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, people be like, oh, I know you from Maryland because I say Maryland. But other than that, like, it's always... No, I was in right. Texas, and they thought I was because of how you say Maryland. because no, everybody doesn't say Maryland the same way. Ain't no you in Maryland. I say Maryland all day. Ain't no you in that. I know, but everybody right. doesn't say it the same way. Yeah, because some people get real proper and stuff like that. But it is what it is. Man, listen. <laughs> listen, um, I don't care where you from, man. Just... As long as you're a real person, you stand on everything you believe in and you move as such, you move on in respect, I fuck with you. Absolutely. I think um, sometimes when I've watched people, once they get to a certain level, they kind of like turn their back on where they came from because there's so much hate. Like if we take a look at what happened to... um, Young Dolph. Yeah, what (coughs) happened to Young Dolph. Uh, Big Dooski just got killed yesterday, Friday morning, actually. He from Memphis. He was Yo Gotti's, um, not Yo Gotti, but Moneybag Yo's um, artist. But he was cool with Dolph and them folks. But he got killed. I mean, it's. I don't think they turn their back when they leave. They turn their back before they left. Mm. That's what makes it easy for them to keep going when they make it. They already gone. But how can you? how can you fight for a city... Or, or rep a city everywhere you go, every city, every state. But then when you come home, they don't fuck with you. Yeah, that's true. So it's like you out here, oh, I'm from D.C., or I'm from Maryland, or I'm from Virginia. But every time you in Maryland, D.C., or Virginia, nobody come to your show. They not even listening to you. They not even buying your stuff. You got 100,000 people following you, and none of them even clicking the videos. They might look at the clip, but nobody clicked the link. Then you be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, like, you you listen to my music? Like, yeah, I'm a big fan. So what's your favorite? Well, I be saying the stuff you post. You're not a fan. Mm-hmm. You, you're not a fan. Oh, I just looked at the clip. So why you ain't... The, the purpose of the art... Listen, the purpose of the artist posting the clip or a soundbite is for you to go check out the material. 
If you like it, go check it out. Don't wait till it's popular. Because when they popular, they popping, they're not going to be fucking with you. And then you're going to have a problem and an issue. And then another thing about this area is, as artists, entrepreneurs, if you own a business, whatever you do, we all promoting to the same individuals who don't have dreams, who don't have aspirations, so they would never understand what support is. They would never mm -hmm. understand how to support because they don't know nothing about it. Now, so uh, shout out to House of Lou Beauty, you know, who beat my face to the goals today. Um, she said the same thing. She has her own business, and she was like, she gets more support outside of the area. Man, I'm in 43 countries. Than she does here. And it's like, she said, it's almost like you have to move away to um, be successful. 43 mm -hmm. countries, and I got more Spanish people than D.C. people. Washingtonians listening to my music. People who can't even speak English in Slovakia more times than they listen to my music here. But when they see me, it's, oh, you, you dope. You, people still be quoting songs from f seven years ago. And I'll be like, well, I got eight projects out. Oh, where can I find it? Man, keep it moving. What you mean? Like, <laughs> Listen, that, that, you that, got a lot of music. I'm crazy. like, dang, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep up. Yeah, but for you to say you a fan or you rock with me, and the last song you can remember was 2015, and Kick Rocks. But then you can't, as a business owner or as an artist, you can't, respond you can't say like you right. You can't do that now, cause oh, that's why nobody supports you anyway. Bitch, you wasn't support me to begin with. Fuck you and the <laughs> bitches that you with. So I don't give a fuck. We know. So I'm we gonna know. say the truth. The truth hurt though, cause don't nobody want to. It's like your friends. You know what I'm saying? You could tell your friends all day, y'all don't support, y'all don't support, and the first thing gonna say is, well, you don't make us want to support the way you do or the way you be saying we don't support, but. If you was already supporting my I nigga, wouldn't I wouldn't have to it. ask. First of all, if you was my friend, I wouldn't have to ask you for your support. Fuck, nigga. Boom, wow. That's how that I be. Big facts. Hey. I, I don't even waste my time calling people out no more. Just nah. thank you to the people who do support and keep it moving. I've been saying that. I said, all I care about is those who actually support me. Those who don't, oh, well. Um, for Welcome, our next... Girl. Well, <laughs> um, as far as That's collabs good. from this area and outside of it, who do you want to work with? Man. Uh, so Yemi Gang, uh, if you're listening, Yemi uh, Gang will be here February 20th. He, yes, he's Gang going. Be in the he's gonna be my next feature. I, I've been saying this shit for two years. He was on my ass the other day. I'm Facetiming him, and uh, yeah, we gonna we gonna get it in. Um, that video probably have a lot of energy in it. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, he be lit. Yeah, that nigga just be lit. Just be talking to him. You hear me? Understand me? All that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, everybody else. I mean, I gave everybody else in this whole entire city an opportunity to work with me. Nobody wanted to work with me because it ain't free. They want to get the money, but they don't want to pay you. They want to get profit off of you. But they don't want they they want to get I'm gonna say I can't even say you they want to get profit off doing the song with Bishop King because I'm in 40 countries so I'm overseas so that's a different type of bag than we get over here for all you that's watching except my baby mama don't be paying attention to this because ain't got nothing to do with you um yeah uh back to what we was talking about Whew, Lord Jesus uh, um, but I um so <laughs> so uh. <laughs> Speaking of other artists, I put out um, a post. It was like a flyer about three months ago. 
and I was like, um, I'm doing a um, feature special, two hundred dollars for sixteen bars, and I'm only doing ten. I did ten. They all from out of town. Nobody from the DMV. Now I got songs with Gifted. I got songs with Tariq. I got songs with Young Bout. That I got songs with the Fleet. Yimby Gang up next. I got uh, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 a, it's a whole political situation now. If I if a, if it was a, a popular situation where somebody who I guess meant something stamped me, it'd be it'd be a different ball game. Now, most dudes in this city that mean something, they want some skirt shit anyway. So I stay away from niggas that wear coochies. Wear coochies. I didn't hey, even this, know you could do this, that. This is the second week. That's a popular word. This one, <laughs> right? Last week, coochie was the word. Last week. Yeah, I call them tramps. Oh my goodness. So we started <clears throat> the show uh, for those <laughs> that heard the beginning of the show. I started the show with one of his songs called "Ride." Um, can you give tell us a little bit about what that song is about for the people that may have missed and it? And the artwork behind that, like. Uh, All right. So the artwork. She's a. Uh, She's an Instagram model. Mm-hmm. Um, she lent me the artwork for free. So, well, just the picture, I had to put everything else together myself. Um, actually, used her twice. She's also on the cover of the Hug It one. Um, that came out over the summer. Um, but Rad, artwork is nice, by the way. If you fellas don't like what you're looking at at home, you can always pull up that... Um, that CD cover and wish your bitch looked like that. Um, but I know most of these niggas here, your bitch don't look like that. Um, but listen, um, the ride, <laughs> it came from, so I get a lot of inspiration from Facebook. So I use, so when I get in my little mode or whatever, I usually just post and don't read, post and go. So when I start reading, all these ideas pop in my head because it's a lot of cool people on Facebook. It's a lot of lame people on Facebook. Oh, yeah. But we all... Someone just call you shady, by the way. That's fine. Um, <laughs> why? I Probably the best looking shady, though, because Slim Shady, uh, white you know boy. What? I don't like them white boys like that. But look, oh, um, and I smell good. I bet he smell like bacon bits. Listen, um, <laughs> on the song, it was more so like, we all say we want to ride or die. We want this. We want that. Yeah, because I'm tired of riding and dying. But you got to explain what I you mean. Because, no I mean, I don't, want no, I don't think nobody really want to die. They talk about I'm going to ride with you to the day I die type shit. You know what I'm saying? But it was just. This ain't Queen and Slim type of love over okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't want that either. Ain't no Bonnie and Clyde type shit. I, mean, I don't want that either. <laughs> I ain't dying. But we going to ride. It was, just, it was just one of those situations where you like, this is, this is the type of female you want. And, but then you'd be like, how or what? So I just describe it. You know what I mean? Like, it's same. We from the hood. Well, I'm from the hood. So in my hood, it's just like, niggas, they want that pretty chick who's still kind of thugged out. So it's like little mama bougie, but that pussy good. Like, they want that ratchetness, but they don't want that. Ratchet. Yeah, in the hole in the bedroom, you know? I mean, coochie head shave. Feet ain't gonna cut up the sheets. Yo, I think I knew we have officially coming, hit coochie. I six knew times already. It's, it's, the coochie heads uh, was coming. There's gonna be a lot of coochie talking. Oh, well, you, you time go, to cut to a fellas, break over there. Fellas, go listen to the song. <laughs> go listen to the song with your girl. I bet that coochie start talking tonight. You welcome. 
Just make sure she goes to get a Brazilian wax and get some Mella Kitty by my girl, the Melantician. Okay, the baby Melantician. Okay, shout out. She's a black, black, black owned, owned business. business. Shout get, out. Her, get her some she, of that vinegar. She got. Snap that pussy she back. She got me out of the way earlier this week, y'all. <laughs> and I went too long. What's up, cuz? I would never go that long again because it felt like the very first time. Oh, I don't okay. know what that means. That shit was. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That shit was stinging, y'all. It's question time with fearlessness. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask a more like serious question because I'm not ready for the bullshit that's about to come out of his mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my best behavior today. Last. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> what should everyone be knowledgeable in and able to do by the age of 21? Communicate. Okay. Communicate in a sense of. What does communicate mean? Okay, because... <laughs> I, is, is I'm missing something? <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> because you can, you can communicate, but you may not communicate properly. Then you can't communicate if you can't communicate properly. Okay. Somebody should Shout be able to... to somebody should be able to... They're not 21, is it? No, they're not. Communicate We properly. working on our statements. Whether we're talking about feelings... Uh, man, you should be able as a as a grown anything. person, man or woman, you should be able to communicate with anybody you speak with. They should be able to comprehend everything that you just spoke upon. At the same time, say whatever they feel, and you should be able to in return comprehend what they just said. It's not your job to make them comprehend, and it's not their job to make you comprehend. But see, the thing with communication, people, people interpret. Yeah, it's different. all about your interpretation. That's because we all look at everything from our own perspective. Because people don't ask the correct questions yes. when people are speaking. If you are translated a certain way, this is why, um, especially like in customer service, we talk about um, when a customer talks to you, repeat key factors back to them to make sure that you have it correct. If people did that in communication, a lot of stuff wouldn't be lost. Might be a fight because now I think you're being funny. See what I'm saying? Why would you think that? Because that's my perspective. Again, I'm, I'm thinking of my... But you, when, when I'm talking to you and I'm trying to make you understand or receive something that I got to say and I know you, I have to speak on your terms. I'm not going to fucking go into a Mexican restaurant and just be like, hey, yo, cuz, uh, how much the motherfucking rice and this shit cost when I go down there because I'm trying to sell it to Mo. Like, who the fuck is Mo and who the fuck is cuz and all that? When, when I say to you, cuz was blowing me, you can be like, oh, dude, was blowing you. I have to talk your language in order for you to understand. So if I'm talking to you and I know you, I got to speak to you in the form of you going to understand what the fuck I just said. That's on me because I'm communicating what I feel and what I'm talking to you. That's again. I tell you ask me, what should they know how to feelings, do? So I would never discuss yeah. your feelings, or I never be like, no, that's wrong. But what is what's what's the point of having feelings if you can't express your feelings? Mm-hmm. But some people mm. feel like when you express, I've been in situations where I've expressed my feelings and they're like, no, that's wrong. And I'm like, how the no. fuck somebody gonna tell you <laughs> what's wrong about feelings. your feelings? That's so what you I'm can't saying. Say you that have to wrong right. These, this is how I feel. So it was just it was just a, a situation where that person just was incapable of comprehending regular shit. That's all. It's a lot of a lot of people that need to work on. It's a lot of people that miss communication. Yeah. A whole lot of you motherfuckers. A lot. No, for real. My students included. Little, I mean, students. Bash. Students is different though. No, nah, hey, no, no, adults. no. Because it's adults. It's not don't. no because commu- I feel like communication starts there, and literally looking at my students, I love I love what I do, but 
they turn Shout out into, to Joe Black. They turn into men. Cause I got all boys in my face. They turn into men that can't communicate. So it's all it's starting now. But yeah. that's that's why niggas dying every but day. Because niggas can't communicate. Like, he ain't say in the mic, but at home. It gotta start yeah, at it home. starts at home. But communication is part of the reason why we're I'm not gonna be too right many fat more fat bitches. Okay. Hmm. Whoever mama that was for, <laughs> y'all better get that little boy together. You <laughs> might not make it out of class on Monday. <laughs> Yeah. Sound like you was waiting Come to say that. Come home walking for that ass. Okay. <laughs> Next time I'll be like, but your daddy like it, and I can beg your daddy. Oh, my God. Look, we need her to keep this job. So <laughs> Not enough, bro. <laughs> Next nigga, question. Nigga going to be like, well, when you find that nigga, <laughs> you tell him my mom been looking for his ass for a minute. He, They looking for him. DC's, DC's government looking for their Like shit. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to give you a, one of these. What an easy question. Name that. three places you find cellulite. This is up your alley. <laughs> three places? Yeah, three places. On the woman? It didn't say on the woman. That was the part. Look, you interpreted it. It better be a woman. I'm assuming men. My mama watching it. I don't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, well, name three places that Bishop King would find it. Her, her, uh, her lovely bottom. Yeah. Her, uh, her, what is they called? Her glutes. Uh, you, a lot of y'all don't even work out. Y'all don't know what that is. So I don't work out glute, either. You have a gluteus medius too. Her, her ass. So you gonna find it on her ass, the front, back, and the side of her thighs. So that's four right there. Her arms, her stomach. Yeah, somebody said thighs, booty, <clears throat> cheeks, and arms. See? But not all cellulite is bad. I don't like mine. No, it's fresh marks is bad. You got a spicy question. That wasn't really good spicy. He said, I, I feel like she trying to warm it up. I wasn't trying to like go into like real spicy. You know what I'm saying? Why he already said coochie six times? What you mean? Name three ways to remove hair. There you go. Shit. Surgery. Because <laughs> they will shave you. You know what I mean? Uh, or nature. Raising black kids, your shit gonna fall out. Uh, <laughs> shit. Mm. I guess get waxed, get some nair, get waxed, some clippers, nair. That's dumbass oh, question. Nair is. But it's, it's ladies, a way to get it. You said ladies, to get it. Yay. Wax your cooch. That's all I'm gonna say. Fellas, nair ain't cool. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, that I know. But nigga, don't use it. Next. That nigga know. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, don't use it, nigga. All right, name three exercises that are sexy. Sex. No, that's an exercise. Sex. You do burn 177 Jeez. calories per hour when you have sex, and if you wear Wait your minute. Apple Watch or your Fitbit, it will count the calories. Who, who, yeah, cause you said per hour. These we ain't fucking for no hours. I got ad. Listen. <laughs> I'm Oof. just saying who they do this study on. That's like the average person burn that much because what 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 position did they do to sex burn is that? a is a great exercise if you know how to exercise the correct way. Well, if you want enough females that sit there and lay like a stiff board, then you not burning no calories. Well, he is. He's still getting he sex is. and he's still burning calories. But if you yeah, hey. if you got the manganese, you don't even have to have the manganese to burn the calories. You hear me? Yeah. Hey. 
long as you're back, right? But she's not going back. I do not discuss these things on air. So next question. <laughs> What's up, Spurk? Because last time we were talking about shit like this on air, the DMs for the podcast page was doing too much. Them niggas was trying oh. to go. Nigga trying to give you an hour of that exercise. The they don't even know which one of us won the page. <laughs> it don't matter. They trying to get that exercise in. It's going to be a no for me. They, they trying to grab on some, I decline. Or some other. Uh, yeah, all that good stuff. Whatever. All right, name three juicy things. <laughs> What's it? Uh, <laughs> her mouth. Laugh for me. Listen, can I get some of that in here? Just go ahead and mix it with the honey at this point. And honey. There we go. Boom. Honey is juicy? Yeah, because when you get the hit, it ain't dry, is it? Mm-hmm. All right. Henny, her mouth, and that thing when it's thangin'. Am I lying? I ain't lying. Well, I, I take that back. Some of you fellas, her shit ain't even juicy. <laughs> Grapes, oranges, and watermelons. Thank you, sis. Who said that? <laughs> Oh. She said PG answer. I don't know what the fuck. Name PG three is. people who probably don't masturbate. That's the lie. Everybody said me. Well, that's one person. <laughs> <laughs> the reverse <laughs> lie. Got it. <laughs> one person. Can we get two more? Abdoris, Bishop, and me. So. <laughs> That's what well, that's, okay. Yeah, it's all me. Yeah. Yeah. She said Shayla, Kendrick, and Bishop. I should damn sure does. All I got here be like, who's who, who said that? Hello? My friend Octavia. The owner of House of Loot Beauty. She came to the hey, show of the former band. Why do you keep saying with. the former band? Though? Because you're not with them no more. You could just say came to the show. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to sound like I'm being shady because I ain't got no shade to move. Well, since we're here and we're in this moment <laughs> and we're talking about the go-go community. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to be how politically long, correct. <laughs> how long have you been in the go-go community? And can I ask you what bands have you been in? Hmm. I, I've been in the go-go community off and on since I was 13. Yeah, I played, I played with a band called. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus, oh, listen. He the reason why I like the baby. I play. Uh, <laughs> I, I play. play I play. Let me uh, let me answer the question. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Y'all is ignorant. Um. So, I what bands oh, I playing, girl? Uh, <laughs> We don't know because we met you I with play, the one band. So I played with, play with a band called um, Young Expressions. Oh, I heard of them. I played with a band called Young Madness. I don't think I heard um, that. That was like in the 90s, though. Late 90s. Like. I could keep forgetting you. I played uh, with a band called IGB. They was like a group of former uh, TCB members. And uh, I played with the one band. That was the last band. Did you the one say band. the late 90s? Nah, that was the one band. That was the last band. You definitely band. said the late 90s. <laughs> like, what, nigga? I keep forgetting. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I was doing in the late he 90s. A little old, right. He a little older than us. No. 
I'm not. We all the same age. We definitely not. I said I, was, I said I was 13. In the band? In the late 90s? I wasn't 13 in the late 90s, sweetheart. I was. And, well, look, I got out of sixth grade in 2000. Right. I, was so. in, I started middle school in 2000. You was 12 and 13 in 2000, then if you going to the eighth grade? Yeah. No. No. What, what, what if you go you to want? ninth grade, you're 13. Yeah, I was 13 turning 14. You, you know 13 we got going to ninth grade? Yes, we we got late birthdays. What school y'all went to? We graduated when we were 17. Right. Somebody help me. That's early. Most people. My birthday in January. Okay, and I, I was 18. My birthday October, my birthday November. So I was 17 year, when I graduated high school. At the beginning of the school year, but it's late. It's the end of the You almost ain't graduated, did you? I graduated early, first of all. Nigga, that's what I'm saying. She didn't go to regular school. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, I'm not with the one band no more, but I left I'm December bad. 18th. I got kicked out. We went to the same high school. I got kicked out of there. like, I went to class. I was a nerd. Y'all still am a nerd, low-key. Me too. A lot of people don't even know I went to Parkdale. That's how much I was not there. I was on the honor roll like shit. Okay, I was on the honor roll too. Hey, Scott, baby. I didn't stop playing with my In ninth grade, I was. My intelligence is superb. Yeah. Sometimes. Hey, superstar. <laughs> she over here like this, y'all. This nigga already. We only what? 10, anyway, 15 minutes Anyway, Bishop older than us, y'all, by like seven years. Months. So he need years. Seven months. <laughs> years. So if I'm 50, which I'm not, which I'm not, by the way, then that means y'all about 49. Y'all about to be 50 no. October and November. You Eight still, to nine months away. We still in our 30s, sweetheart. Me too, I'm just saying. No, hey, what that little boy say? Don't worry about don't worry it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. No, nah, you definitely. It's cute. I but you the big, you the big fool. Who? You. I don't know no nigga named Ford. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I That's like your 50, age, I nigga. like 50 Cent, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh Lord! So um, way to transition back, but um, here we are. <laughs> Her wig fell off, y'all. We be right back. It's like no. <laughs> you know what? It's only funny he said wig because I was talking about wig earlier. Right. <laughs> that, when why. I do have a wig on, I'm standing away from Bishop Ad. But um, I try talk, to do what I can do when I can do it. Talk That's a little bit about. <laughs> About Paperboy Gang Entertainment, how you started it, and um, who it's with. So, Paper Gang is pretty much my hood for real. Um, but my hood wasn't universal. So, my mindset is what I want for my label, what I want for my own music, what I want for my career, as well as my name and everything I do is to be universal. I don't want it to be stuck on my neighborhood streets or stuck in the city or won't go past this high school, you know what I'm saying? So instead of saying Pony Boy Gang, which is Mad Pony, it's Paper Boy Gang, because we all about paper, we all trying to get money, whether you're a man or a woman, and it's a universal situation. So that's what that's about. Like, we got to get that mind frame that it's, it, it got to be bigger than your block. It got to be bigger than your city. It got to be bigger than your hood, your family, your surroundings, your friends, your car, your house, your apartment, wherever you live at. It's bigger than all of us, so that's how we got to think with everything we do. Your clothing line, your lipstick line, your makeup, your jewelry, whatever you got going. You know what I mean? It got to be bigger than 
DMV, DC, your family. Hell, it's bigger than you because you started it for the entire, you know what I'm saying, the entire population of mankind. So we got to do it like that. So um, for those who don't know, it's an independent label. Um, do you have other artists under the independent label? Yeah, we got other artists. Um, right now, uh, we got, it's a few male artists that we going back and forth with, um, but I won't say their names until it's a, a done deal. Um, you know, we got Keonda Love. Um, she's a female artist. She actually raps and sings. She was the first person to actually believe in me when it comes to being a label or being a manager or being whatever. Like she, you know what I mean? Like for somebody to put their career in your hands, it's a it's a big thing. It's a big step. So for for somebody to believe in you like that, like you gotta rock with them. You gotta push even harder. So I want her to be bigger than me. I want her to be bigger than everything I got. Like she's the first person. You know what I'm saying? Jumped off the porch with me, so. Absolutely. Um, what are the pros and cons of being an independent label? Um, the the cons would be you got to pay for everything yourself. Everything. You pay for everything. You pay for distribution. You pay for marketing. You pay for promo. You pay for studio time. You pay for wardrobe. You pay for photo shoots. You pay for the shows, you pay for the tours, you pay for the vehicles, the gas, the nigga, your socks, nigga. You pay for everything. Yeah. But the pros is when you file your taxes, you get it back. The pros is when you get that check from the show, you ain't got to split it four or five hundred ways. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a lot. Oh, and some more cons is it's like people who are around you, they see that. So... They always say it's nothing like a friend in need. So one of the cons is it's always a friend in greed. So you got to mm. keep your eyes open Thanks. for that. And another pro is if an independent, well, if a, if a major label artist goes gold, sells, that's 400, I mean, excuse me, that's 500,000 copies, they probably, you know, you'd be syndicated, but the money be a couple million, but you splitting that with the, with the label, your lawyers and all the other stuff. So as an independent, I don't have to go go and sell five hundred thousand. I can sell one hundred thousand and still make more money than that artist made at five hundred thousand. Cause it's independent. And remind you that CDs are no less than nine ninety nine, ten dollars. So you five hundred thousand, you do the math. Well, <coughs> yeah, I stream all my music. Yeah, but you, your streaming app is gonna be nine ninety nine and up. Yeah, Apple Music. Apple Music went up. It went from 9.99 to 10.50 something. Yeah. Maybe 10.50, 10, yeah, 10 something. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of pros, a lot of cons, especially if you don't know. I had to teach myself. So teaching yourself in anything, I'm sure, is a lot we don't know. So it's a lot I won't know. And it's a lot I, I mean, I fucked up already. I messed up a lot. Um, But, like, one is the way I carry shit. Like, I can't carry a business the way I carry my personal, you feel me? So I had to learn that the, the yeah, hard way. Yeah, you did? yeah, because so. I'm a I'm much nicer person when it comes to dealing with shit with the podcast, but personally, fuck everybody. Because baby, listen. <laughs> I don't even like people. She be the reason why I don't be going off on people. But see, it that's depends. the thing. When it's the brand. Yeah, exactly. The brand. So y'all protecting the brand or each other. Mm -hmm. And my situation is, I'm a rapper. 
So I can be disrespectful. Unfortunately, I can be disrespectful. I can be rude. Unfortunately, people love it. Not saying that's who I am, but oh, what? he has his moment. <laughs> now, I, I don't. I don't do with anything. My own full I, don't, eyes. I don't do anything or say anything that ain't warranted, and I stand on everything I do and say. However, comma, I have to keep in mind again those same artists that I just mentioned. You know what I'm saying? Like my reputation is still a part of their reputation because one, they believed in me, so people watching that. Two, they're following me, so people watching that. Like, this the type of nigga you follow? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this the type of dude that you believe in? This your leader? You feel me? So I have to... Is this your king? Nigga. <laughs> I have to operate as such, you know what I'm saying? And they got to do the same thing. But, again, as an artist, it's different versus a manager or a CEO. Because, I mean, look at Gucci. He was the CEO of himself, and he was a wild dude, but... He had so much money, it didn't matter. And plus, he had the streaks. So once you had the streaks, which is the rap game now, is remember how the rappers used to be wanting to be street? Now it's the street niggas want to be rappers. So that's why all these beefs and killings are going on. And, because now the rap game is the streaks. Yes, we know you love Gucci, sis. <laughs> well, we're going to take a mini break real quick. I'm going to play a couple songs. Um, while we're on this break from Bishop King, of course. Julia, what's up, fool? Hey, with another one. I got issues. All this pain on my soul. I got issues. Mm-hmm. I can feel it in my soul.
issues So it's hard for me to trust the soul I got issues A whole lot of issues Never commit to that chick She for everybody Got no cut card It's for everybody If it wasn't for me You'd be dead long time ago Let me remind you pussy boy This is how it goes All that shit that you do You out here chasing clouds Bitch nigga tell the truth What happened at your mama house And yeah I read that PBG I claim the same guy Screaming gang gang And I know you still smoking dip Was trying to ease You can never get right with the lies You was chasing fans Young nigga Get back and release Everything from the block All them bitches you be chasing I didn't fuck nigga Everything that you just said They report nigga One joint even record What you said nigga Now I got what you said And you stole it Mad upon the 57 block. Okay. Pay that shit on TNT. Tell me why you niggas hate me. You gotta see that you niggas can't fade me. Yeah, these niggas mad though. We got the same 24 hour like down where that time go. And this bitch keep leaving me. And all my homies don't believe in me. Yeah, these niggas mad though. Got the same 24 hour like down where that time go. After what you niggas did, ain't no need to do I ain't got no more love, we don't need to be friends. You niggas just tried to kill me, but I'm here now. He was here now Them ops then got together Tried to cross me But bitch, I'm on my throne You need to crown me I'm on the move I'm masked up I'm on the mission, dog. I'm out for blood I ain't lying I'ma kill all y'all And that bitch nigga That was cool He let it all come to play He said I told you Sucker niggas I ain't never come to play I love the I know you looking at me crazy I tried my best But this how these niggas made me I know the game When they jealous Yeah, I know how it goes Consideration, this the life that I know You can be a good nigga with a heart full of gold But these streets don't love a soul Tell me why you niggas hate me You gotta see that you niggas can't fade me Yeah, these niggas mad though We got the same 24 hour like down where that time go And this bitch keep leaving me And all my homies don't believe in me Yeah, these niggas mad though the same 24 hour like down the ones who left, the ones who left, the ones who left me. We ain't beefing, but we ain't speaking. Don't let that go over your head. A young nigga still beat. The 40 bitches, hell nah, I ain't never beat. Won't set me up, hell nah, I ain't never tweet. I pay the cost to be the boss, I'm the man in charge. Made it through trials and tribulations, now I'm living large. All these boys and good mentors, man, it's my time. I put in work, I really grind, I'm like bout time. He's still on parole, so we gotta move cash. I could call low, low, and that would be the end. But he just came home, don't need him going in. Okay, tell me why you niggas hate me. You gotta see that you niggas can't fade me. Yeah, these niggas mad though. 
man 24 hours like down where that time go And this bitch keep leaving me And all my homies don't believe in me Yeah, these niggas mad though Got the same 24 hour like down where that time go Yeah, I ain't wanna brag, but You know, I did all that shit I do the producer Producer, but, producer. Whatever they say I did, I did it. <laughs> okay. I've been bowling too long, they hate to see me. I'm on their telephone and even on their TV. I had to get it out the muddy niggas envy me. Deep down inside, I'm really who these niggas wanna be. I didn't hustle too long for me to stop now. I'm on my grind, I see the light, I'm out the dark now. I made a way, and even though I ain't perfect, I pray for better days. Even though I ain't perfect, I pray for better days. And I'm trying to change my life, I'm trying to change my ways. Lord, if you're listening, say you hear me. These bitches fraud, they can't take the real me. So many tears, I said, so many dangerous days. Life on the line, with all this game. Like a drug, like the ones you used to love. They giving slugs now. And these bitches ain't no better, they only see one thing. She don't even hold her own, but she wanna ring. Get your mind right, shout it, it's the real thing. This ain't no dress rehearsal, yeah, it's the real thing. Okay, I've been bowling too long, they hate to see me. I'm on their telephone and even on their TV. I Hey, I ain't gonna lie, I still wanna hit Throw Baby is still gonna be my favorite. I'll be in the car, Throw that's, Baby. That's like, I'm Bishop King of the Car. I ain't gonna lie, I'm happy I recorded some of that shit, cause. I'm happy I got the whole sad. album that they did for Rawson's birthday. Um, yeah. So we haven't been you know, out, you know. Um, in 2021 <laughs> to hear anybody's band other than Phil is going to see, going to support Yemi Gang. Um, Yemi! 
Yeah, it's been too goddamn cold for me. I'm already white enough. I don't need to turn into Casper. So I haven't been out anywhere. Facts. But uh, <laughs> it was the agreeance in the corner for me. Facts. Right. The amen corner. Trying to wait till the sun stays out a little bit longer. Next year. Summertime. It's coming. No, I need it to be at least like 40 or better. I can post Do you know better. how much I pray for 40 degrees? Because right now this shit is 40. I don't give a fuck how white I look. It is too goddamn cold 25. outside for me. And I'm ready for 55 and now. I'm my push to outside. start is not even getting warm enough for me be- before okay. I get in the I car. I be like, damn, I get in the car like, well, shit, you warmed up for 15 minutes. Right. Like, okay. I get in the car right when I know right for is about to cut back off. That's when okay. I get in the car. And that it's still be goddamn cold. Not, it's, yeah, it's cold. It, yeah, it's not helping a goddamn thing. It's not. But, yeah, anyways. <laughs> <clears throat> We're going to cut, you know, it's the facial expressions. Right. I cannot do What, you don't got one of them? What? A remote starter? Oh, yeah, I got a remote oh, starter. Oh, because you're looking at us like it's foreign. Like we're speaking Dang, some foreign hey, language or something. I ain't seen what no, I meant. It's, it's not going to get your car warm because your car not technically open. Yeah, it's 10 degrees outside. But I mean, the way, you got okay. Let, let's un- no, I don't. No, Thank no, God I don't have it this time. I don't time. have it. I got heat warmers, so that's the one oh, thing I, got I do. Booty warmers too. I, got I some miss cheek that warmers shit. For that ass, yeah. I got that. Right. So, so, when I had leather seats, I had the fucking heat seat warmers and all that shit. But yeah, I, I lived in Texas seat. when I had that shit, so I really didn't need it. That shit was backwards. Yeah, shit was backwards as fuck. I should have just waited. But to the game we go with fearless. I don't want no doubt. Questions. Okay. Let's see if I can get her songs up here before she, yeah, please. Before she yeah. heard me. So I could be Bishop King in the studio. Okay. <laughs> Name three things you shouldn't do to your anus. <laughs> you shouldn't do nothing to your anus. <laughs> three. Hey, what the fuck did I Nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. Ladies mm. get it waxed, though. Mm. Well, that comes along with the Brazilian wax. They wax your booty hook. Oh, man. That's it. All right, Kareem. Um, <laughs> I know. I y'all, watch, I, I can't w- help it. It's I watch the some Henny shit and on the tequila TikTok. is kicking in, y'all. I watch some shit on TikTok, and I realize it's a lot more niggas that like pegging that I ever imagined in the world. And I just why? Just yeah, I've had a nigga tell me he had his ass ate before, and I just was like, "What's that?" Fellas, don't get your ass ate. It's not for us. It's not yeah, for I'm us. not Gabrielle Union. Okay, because she be eating the way that she said that on um, some bite podcast. Uh, question time. I'm not about that. <laughs> um, we ain't going too far down that rabbit hole. Okay. Mm-mm. Name three foods or drinks that make your urine stink. Pre-workout is one of them. My pre-workout has my pee stinking, and I hate this shit. Liquor? Tennessee no. make it asparagus pissing. though. I think it depends on the person because liquor don't make my piece thing. Mine's is usually my pre workout. The powder, not the pill. The powder. Pill. Yeah, Medicine. And I learned that asparagus doesn't affect everybody. Because some people. Yeah, just like with fine. seafood, doesn't affect all females the same way. But I heard Who that. Pick those those questions. You? Me. <laughs> Uh, medicine, medicine, medicine. That's a good point. Yeah, medicine, definitely. Um, but it also means you're not drinking enough water. 
But my pre-workout, y'all, pre-workout make it decent. Bishop said, "Pick better questions." Oh God! Okay, because he was going Roche. I did. Name three nicknames <laughs> for a penis. Then shit. Mine's, hers, ours. Yeah. I can do this for hours. <laughs> so over that song, like TikTok has killed that shit. Real shit. They have like, like yours, mine's, albums. Fuck that shit. Valentine's <laughs> Day. I don't want to hear that shit at all. Steve Roy I, killed it though. Are you going to drop any music for Valentine's Day or we have to no. wait? He oh, said, he fuck said, that shit. He said, mm, so fast. I didn't right, even get the Right, he said it like, mm, mm. <coughs> I didn't no, even get I'm the exhale. I'm not dropping nothing for uh, Valentine's Day. I don't even believe in Valentine's Day. I don't know if we should go down this rabbit hole. So. <laughs> 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 we don't. <laughs> Whew, next question. Oh, uh, hold on, pause. Last week we asked a question about. Polygamy. Oh, yeah. This is a good person to ask this question. <laughs> what are your... V- <laughs> First of all, why you going to make the face? i answer this question. Sorry, no. But go ahead. What are your views on polygamy? Mm. Oh. <laughs> 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 <It's>, uh, <coughs> I'm 50-50 uh, on that. Oh, okay. Well, let me turn the camera around so people can understand why you're... Yeah, well, we would like to understand why well, I'm turning music down too in the background so we can right. hear you clearly. Because <clears throat> you got you got to remember that men was never born to be with one person. They were born. Oh, we're going down this rabbit. Oh, they okay. were they were born to reproduce with multiple beings. Where are they? I mean, I don't. I'm not a Christian, but since everybody else want to be a Christian, maybe they should open up that oh. book by Christians and it's going to explain to you that no man was supposed to be with one woman. <sighs> but anyway, yeah. So I'm kind of torn. Because you can be with one woman. There's nothing so wrong with being with one woman. do you feel like you could be in a polygamous relationship? I feel like I can, yeah, I can. With two guys and a girl or two girls and one guy? I'm asking, well, look, you act like outside. it's... No, that's, that's I'm what she just saying, because a lot of men are very biased towards having a girlfriend that they're sharing with another man. Right, but they're okay with, as a, a man... No, it's not, because you are not in the bedroom together. Yeah, but if I know, if if you get up from, from, from this station, and you just got the wood at this station, you get up and drive to another station. But that don't mean she getting the same station at the same night. You don't, right. you know, you don't got to be getting, uh, you're not getting the same station if you leave and go to another. According to sister wives. Right. They don't, they, he has days and like times for everybody. So. Listen. listen. So you, it's only one way. So this is what we're getting from a, lot, from a lot of people who believe in polygamy from here. I've seen you they only You cannot pick and choose what part of the Bible you guys want to follow. She's a hoe if 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 she's fucking multiple guys. Okay, so but, like that. So That's, but the man not. In my opinion, I don't care. No, I'm just asking because I'm trying to understand because when it comes I didn't to make polygamy, the rules. when it comes, I don't to, even believe in that When it comes to a lot of this believe. stuff, it's very biased. Like the whole thing on TikTok now, where we are the locks and but men are the keys and that dumb shit. I'm very analogy. much like moving on. Yours, mine's, ours. That means it's the two of us. That's, that's, that's it. That's all. The religious aspect of everything is why men feel the way they feel, even though the same men probably don't even follow the religious aspects of anything else because they pick and choose with. You know what I mean? Like, people, we all pick and choose what fits us and what don't. Yeah, but I'm just trying to understand, like, 
What's that, fool? They, they thought you, she thought she was going to get me. Ain't nobody going to get you. I'm just trying to understand because nah, it's, so it's, it's, it's getting like different man, views. It's okay, it's so it, it's okay been, for it's, a man to do it. But if, if I as a woman decided that I want to have two boyfriends. So let me ask you this. If, if, if you walk home, if you got in the house early from work and your son was in the room fucking two girls, how would you feel? First of all, I'd be like, nigga, first of all, what the fuck is you doing? Number one. I want to talk to all three parties. Because I got some questions. How would you, so because you got to understand, that's the Libra in me. I, everything got to be so, said, so I got to hear all sides of the story. Even that mother that's going to whoop his ass, probably cuss him out in front of the females, whatever. Probably no, even cuss, probably even cuss the, the girls out, too, some, depending on how black she is. Yeah, how um, old is it? It doesn't matter. It He's does. in the room having sex with two women. You in my house. Is it protected? I'm protected. See, I got it's questions. Going, it's, and nobody got time to be thinking about no, all that. Because, when you when the okay. question is, how would you feel? Not what, what does he protect because, him and okay, all that. Okay, so for me, I'm, I've been working with kids since I was 18. So I had where one of my, I, it was a video going around with one of my babies was getting trained ran on. So I went off on America. Why? Twitter. Because, because I said, first because of all... Because it should be okay, right? No, 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 no. Hold on. I said, first of all, that's child pornography because she was underage. Okay. By law. Okay. But then I got mad because nobody was using condoms. Like, my mom was like, nobody was strapping up on this shit. So y'all was fucking her. Okay, so... All so so I, you saying you would be mad if you walked in the house? Because that was the question. If you walk in the house I, yeah, and your son was fucking two son? girls, you get mad. But I'm not you? I'm not just mad at my son. I'm mad at everybody in the so room. So you mad? Yes or no? Yeah, I'm all right, mad at so, everybody in the room. But how would you feel versus that being your daughter? You walked in the house and your daughter... Fucking two niggas at the same time. I must be mad. mad. But you're going to be more mad at your daughter than you are at your son. No, I'm gonna be mad at equally. both parties. I'm equally mad at because all like, what everybody. Fuck? That shit ain't the movement one, on both one, ends. One, Penis you could be, so listen, you could be mad at your son, but when he walk out that house and he walk out that room, he's still gonna be a man. Her, she's never gonna be looked at as a woman again. She's okay. never gonna be looked at as respectable but again. That's She's the never problem, gonna be. But though. that's what I'm saying. That's the whole point of it. It's the, that's the whole point of my question. It's nasty on both parts. It, it but, probably but, is. But that's the problem. It probably. But that's is. not what polygamy is. Yeah, polygamy is y'all. Polygamy both, is not a threesome. I know, but what I'm saying is, would you be mad? Because we were talking about the differences of how people feeling if it's two men yeah, and two women. Or, like, so right. Talking about, that's not that's why they look, they look, that's why it's again, different they look that, exactly, they looking at off their perspective. In, they just looking at, oh, girl. you fucking two niggas. Okay. I mean, Every, I, everybody in a polygamous uh, relationship right now, are you single? Everybody. It's not a relationship. It's a situation. It's, it's a hookup situation. Well, my bad. Some of my followers, some of y'all in some type of relationships that y'all probably don't even know, but I be knowing who y'all be fucking. Y'all be fucking the same people and y'all be fucking together and all that type of shit. Y'all, y'all nasty. <laughs> well, well, well. You don't need no more liquor. <laughs> no, so I only ask the question be because um, it seems like you know, up, polygamy is making another run for it in our society. No, I'll joke I don't care about that. I mean, it's cool, but... It will have to be two women. Yeah, and I, I realize no that there are a lot more men, I say, within our age bracket who are just like, no, nah, it's got to be two girls, not I don't not even like sharing my food with niggas. And see, for me, my perspective, I couldn't do it. I, I don't like sharing. No, First of all, you're going to be too tired. 
to be doing anything. I mean, you just said so. they got different days and different times. You I know? didn't. She said that. The, okay, with the sister wives, they do. Like, he has different times that he spends, the different days that he spends with his wives. That's, that's just a legal If we way doing that, we ain't in no fucking relationship. That's back to that situation. Exactly. I'm just saying, I mean. And I don't even need to know what my day is. If I call and you answer. If I call and you answer, you answer. Who? Just if answer you don't, okay. Just answer and I be like, what the dick do? Or when I send a signal, just come, just, just know that's just what it is. When she see the signal. Because my sneaking link, we used to, my old sneaking link. Well. We used to have a signal. We was sending, it was certain emojis we used to send. I'm not sharing my so. food. I don't like sharing my food with niggas. I don't like sharing. I mean, I do, but I don't like sharing my drink with people. I don't like, you know, I share with y'all. Y'all fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> I, I, nah, say nah, though. But I hate sharing, like, a lot of shit. I'm a giving person, but not with that. Yeah, I can't share people, like, yeah, in a relationship-wise. Even if we in, so if we in a situation. if you out here, like, I ain't gonna lie, I am picky about who I deal with. It was only one time where I was just like, mm. all right. <laughs> Fuck it, it's been a minute. Looking nasty. Because <laughs> <laughs> drunk me apparently had a whole. Blame it on the liquor. Nigga. Is this when you were blaming it that one night on when we went out to see the woman? And I was mad when, yeah, the uh, next year. It was the anger and the liquor and the. Yeah, cause drunk me like them, cause sober me don't never fucking call them, but drunk me always called themself. So. But now, if you, if well, if I, even if we not in a relationship and you bring it to my attention that you had sex with somebody else, you might as well keep having sex with that person, cause I don't even want to touch you no more. Like keep that shit to yourself. Like don't bring it up. I don't want to talk about no other dude. I don't want to hear no stories about your sex life with nobody else. Like. You tell me your sex life, and that would be the end of our sex life. I mean, when I'm first meeting you and I'm you educating me on some shit, cool. But you're like, yeah, you know, I was, nah, bitch, go back. Nah, bitch, go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, all right, well, Bishop King has spoken. Bitch, go yeah. back. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Man, nobody want to hear about that shit. You know what I'm that's like that's like we laid up and I'm like yeah I used to hit shorty over there woo woo like you like nigga I don't give a fuck about all yeah, that I don't care about exactly I don't care about the shit in the but not only do I don't want to hear about it now that I did hear about it I'm disgusted like I ain't touching you after that nigga didn't touch you and that could have been ten years ago but he touched you. I don't want to know about it it was ten years ago we should have left that shit oh, in the conversation ten years ago not in my presence I don't want to talk about. Your sex life with other people before me. I don't either. I don't or care. if I don't you having sex, even if you just say, I be having sex with other people, you know what I mean? But people do have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have that conversation. Because one, you don't need to be in my motherfucking business anyway asking me who I'm fucking, when I'm fucking, where I'm fucking, I'm at, where I'm going. That's none of your motherfucking business. So I'm not about to be in your business to ask you that. As long as you ain't okay. putting me in danger. Aside than not asking, that's the shit you be doing? Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's not an hour here. <laughs> yeah, you. What's the question? You say you don't want her to be asking you them questions, but do it apply to you? Do what apply to me? <laughs> the you, s- situation. Because I just said I'm not going to sit here and tell you yeah, I be doing this and I be doing that. As long as I ain't putting you in no danger or no fucked up situation, ain't none of your business what I do if we ain't together. 
So you be doing the same thing. That goes on answer. So <laughs> next. <laughs> I don't know what she just asked me, but it wasn't me. <laughs> so um, we're going to go back to our questions now. But no, we know that you are also a community activist and you have two charities. Can you talk about both of your charities and go into detail a little bit about um, what they're for and when you started them? Uh, we got the the Kings and Queens project started that like 2014. Um, that's for homeless people, and it's pretty much to restore the the attitude of being kings and queens to the black men and women that who've been pretty much left out. Um, I know most people when they see homeless people, they already perceive that these people put themselves in that situation, and you really don't know their story, but you really don't give a fuck either because you're not in that situation. So you'll see people, they ignore the homeless people. They walk past them, they step over them, they cuss them out for speaking to them and stuff like that. Um, man, some of these people got mental issues after dealing with being homeless for so long and not having people in their corner, not having family. And unfortunately, in our community, being black, when I say our community, not just D.C., but being black, it's like, that ain't our problem. We ain't put you in that situation or... If I can't come up off you, I ain't fucking with you or I ain't helping you out. So with that, the Kings and Queens project was pretty much like we feed homeless people. Uh, I actually started off by giving my own clothes to the homeless people. Um, but then I stepped that up with actually seeing how, like, I would see a lot of people on my Facebook timeline. They'd be depressed about paying bills, um, some who... I knew for a fact that was, they use Facebook as an upper, like to get them lifted in spirit. Cause I know that they be down and out, they be hurting. They can't feed their kids or their kids ain't got no back to school clothes and stuff like that. So I would literally inbox certain individuals on Facebook. Um, and even though they wasn't homeless, I help them pay their bills. Like um, I help pay electric bills. Um, I took a couple families grocery shopping. Um, all this all out of my own pocket, though. Like, I don't have no help. I don't have no no people, you know what I'm saying, like in the high government officials who helping out. But um, as of recently, though, the last two and a half years, though, people have been donating and stepping up and coming out, helping and volunteering and all that shit. So I definitely appreciate those people, man. Like, they don't have to do it. And everybody got problems and everybody got issues. So they put aside their own problems and own issues to donate to help me help other people. So that was dope. Um, it, it'd be the same, probably about six or seven females who, who donate all the time. I definitely appreciate them. I don't need to say their name. They know who they are. Um, but and, How can people donate? Um, so right now, um, I just started partnering up with um, a young lady by the name Angela French. Um, with the, we're from the same neighborhood. Went to school with her, too. So she always wanted to help out, so we added on to that part of the homeless people. We we do, like, back-to-school drives for the kids. We do coat drives, all types of stuff. Christmas, I don't even celebrate Christmas, but we've been flooding people's houses with Christmas gifts. So you can reach out to her, Angela French. She's on Facebook. And you can reach out to me as well, and we'll get you in the right spot to donate, whatever. Um, it don't even got to be... I'm saying we take we we always say just a dollar, you know what I'm saying? Like we we take for granted a dollar, like we go to the gas station, 
we probably buy something, we put the change in the cup holder. And I looked at my cup holder and I got about six, seven, eight dollars worth of change in my cup holder. You know what I'm saying? That I would never even, even if my rent was late, I wouldn't go to my cup holder. You feel me? Like it's not even a concern to me. So it's like people we we take for granted that. And I mean I drink, I don't smoke, but it's a lot of people who drink and smoke. So those vices right there cost a lot. A bottle of Hennessy, a regular bottle of Hennessy is like $45 at the tax. So just imagine how many people you can actually feed with $40, $45, You know what I'm saying? Like, we brag about the shoes we get. We brag about the clothes and the jewelry and all this other stuff. But in hindsight, like, that shit don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't take that shit with us. And we just spent all of that living in an apartment. We just spent all of that living in the projects, living in the hood. Some of these people who got this stuff and they cable bill not even paid you know what i'm saying so it's like you can reach out to them about it um uh, angela french you can reach out to me about it and we're going to put you in the right situation to donate so that's kings and queens it's not just for the homeless people it started for the homeless people but then i started when i started bringing into the uh timeline on my facebook now it became other people so it become this person need an electric bill this person need food this kid ain't got no father, but he needs shoes and he need woo woo. He's a he's a growing teenager, so I'm like, what size? He wore all my sizes, so like I raided my closet, took it to him. It was nothing to me because I haven't worn this stuff in years. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm fortunate enough where I don't have to wear the same underclothes, but once a year. So it's like I'm not saying I'd give somebody else my underclothes, but if I'm fortunate enough to only have to wear the same pair of boxes once a year, like it, it puts your mind in a whole different perspective of. What else I only got to wear once a year? Like I got shoes right now. I bought hmm, probably January of 2020 and still in the box. Haven't even put them on since I tried them on in the store. What size you wear? Ten. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, you one of those. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's just like I got to – but shopping was a therapy for me too. But the fact that I can do that, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody can't do that. And it's not about bragging on nobody or – how many people you can shit on, just how many people you can help. And I don't put it out there like that, but I do it every day. I guarantee my aunt has a closet worth of shit that she can donate right now. Yeah, yeah so. Like, no funny shit. Like, no my aunt. Shit. So then, oh, my God. The second one is called No Shoot, and it's pretty much No Shoot Zone, D.C. And it's not just for D.C., but it's registered here in D.C., so it's No Shoot Zone, D.C., um, I know I talk a lot about violence. Most of the time I be joking. Um, but that shit ain't no joke. Um, it's real. And when you, what I try to explain to people is the people who really in these streets and they really in these streets, they do not want to be in these streets. It's no way to live. Like, like, I don't leave my house without being strapped up. Like, I don't take my trash out without being strapped up. Like, that's no way to live. Even though I ain't scared, I'm not stupid. But then it's a thin line between stupid and being macho too. So it's like, it goes back to that communication. Half of these beasts wouldn't even start if we was able to communicate with each other. Somebody step on your shoes in the club, like that's the dumbest shit to beef over, if you ask me. But because, oh, I'm not going to bow down to you, and so what y'all deep, like fuck all y'all niggas. Like, a nigga step on my shoe, I'll always be like, my bad. Now I got, again, eight, damn near eight to ten pairs of shoes I haven't even wore yet. So it's like, what am I about to be fighting over a pair of shoes while I go in the bathroom and wipe them off? Like, crazy stuff like that. So no shoot. Um, if you go around Southeast, 
on more so like the East Over side, uh, Barnaby, um, Chesapeake. Um, you go over by Tiger Mart. You go over um, Southern Avenue. Um, there's certain spots, and you will see spray painted either on they have little barricades where they were doing construction, or on the side of the walls inside of the neighborhood, it would say no shoot. And what no shoot means is if you, you know, we use the word op these days. So if you was to see your op in this area, because most of these areas are occupied by older people and younger people. And it's, and most of the violence that we do have be in school neighborhoods, like close to elementary school. So that mm -hmm. means little kids are nearby. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you see that on the wall and your op is supposed to get a green, um, get a pass for that time frame. So if me and you was beefing and we came in that vicinity, then we both just supposed to just keep on walking until the next time. It wasn't meant to be today. That's how it was. That's how it came about. So it's it's getting there. It's getting um it's getting a little bit more exposure. Now they got one out in Baltimore. Yeah. So in Baltimore right. now it's called uh No Shoot Baltimore. No shoot zone Baltimore. So we just trying to keep expanding expanding and expanding and it's not easy. It's not. Cause when I walk into these hoods it's just like <sighs> It's just like, oh, gee, we hear you, but yeah. and it's, it's almost like you because you get I get it. I understand it. I lived it. But what they don't get is it's OK to say, man, I don't want to be strapped up, walk through the trash can. Bro, I'm taking fucking trash out, bro. Right. Like, I don't. I'm be honest with you. I hate carrying a pistol. But I feel like for it's niggas who who out here and they're reckless. And it's, they don't have no no regards for human life. Like, I gotta be able to say at least I tried to make it back home. You know what I'm saying? So, when I when we say put the guns down too, and when we say stop the, it's, it's we're not saying like you don't have the right to bear arms, which we all do. However, it's the it's the violence with no moral. Like, why you why you shooting somebody for stepping on your shoe? Why you shooting somebody because they try to talk to your girl like you thought you was the only person thought she looked good? Like that don't even make sense. Like it's just a lot of a lot of these situations with men, it comes from that communication and it starts at home. So it's fucked up in our homes. So we bring that fucked up attitude, that fucked up way of life, the fucked up way of communicating. So please, man, if you got sons or daughters, it don't even matter if you got kids, watch how you talk to them. Please. Watch how you treat them. Please. Watch so how you communicate with them and deal with their problems. Like that shit come outside. Because outside, they feel like it's always that what that goes on in this house will go on in this house, stay in this house. So when we go outside, we unleash that shit on everybody because mm -hmm. everybody else don't mean shit if you ain't in my house. Because that's how we talk, mm -hmm. in, a, in a sense. So, yeah, man, just, just watch how you treat your kids, man. It's crazy. Please, because that Cause should be in Everybody my, ain't in playing. My yeah, and, and that's the biggest thing that I be trying to tell, especially when I work with kids, is some people don't be playing they don't be on the same time as you, you, the same time you be on. So it's not saying that you have to downplay who you are, but a lot of y'all, it's not about that life. Yeah, and then me, it's like you, I be trolling a lot because I know I get under people's skin. We know <laughs> that. So everything, everything I do, though, I do it on purpose. That's the most honest so, thing you said. So if I do it, then <laughs> I know for a fact that because I just said what I said, I got to stand on it. But I'm able to stand on it. A lot of people not able to stand on it. A lot of people, I, we all know them. We all know a lot of people. Like, people just do, they do it for fun. Like, But everybody's not playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's Oof. not playing, man. man. A lot of people do it for attention. 
Then you got grown men. And it, and I say men a lot because it's more men who act like women than the women acting like women. So it's it's more emotional beings of the male kind than it is the women kind. Wow. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. these men be I mean, just just take them. We talking about social media, so just take them about posting. These some dudes post as if they going through a bad breakup, and they don't. You know, you say whatever to try to hurt the other person, but then all of a sudden, you come with a change of heart. You just you was just saying it because you was hurt, and then you try to get back with the girl, but you forgot you just said all this extra shit. Not only did you say it, you went and said it on social media when you could have called that girl or pulled up on her or whatever the case. Or just let the time go by a little bit where she ain't. You know, That's why feeling you need some type of your way. Personal but. shit, personal. So you just again communication. So everything goes back to that. And them temporary feelings, like I talked about this a little bit last week. Like the big example was Antonio Brown and his emotional reaction. A lot of people can't control their emotional reactions, and it get it gets played out in social media now. People run the social media real quick. Because they know that's what they're going to get that sympathy and empathy at. See, with, with Antonio, a lot of people will, will quickly say it was a mental situation because he's a millionaire. It's like no black person can phantom. How could you fuck up a million dollars? Because we're not thinking. We're thinking about fucking money. We don't know what that man going through on the sideline. We don't know what that conversation transpired. Don't know what that is. And we already dealing with the fact that these owners, they treat this team like a slave ship anyway. Well, shit, I was through with him when he threw the gummy penises at his baby mama. But (laughs) Emotional (laughs) shit? We don't know what she did to him either. Exactly. But you ain't have to throw no I'm not saying I condone it, but at the end of the day, all we can get is he's the famous guy. His name is the biggest. So he's always going to be put on a bigger scope than she will be or the, or the coach at that. Because now it's like, oh, you just define this white man and this white team in front of white America on TV. Get, man, well, the, fuck the, white Forget, people, forget how them white people felt. My whole perspective was coming from you're on a platform where other black children look up to you. So your emotional reaction, regardless of if it was warranted or not, you have to think about what is going to stick with the media. How is the media always trying but, to portray yeah, us? What made way? this man do that, though? But my thing with that is, is like, these kids, like, your role models should not be these celebrities because they are humans, too. They mm-hmm. are people, too. They have emotions. They have feelings. They shit just like the rest of us. How so many they times? Them. They feel all we feel. Like, with Antonio Brown, like... How many times is it okay to have these public emotional reactions when yeah, you're on he, a that's high platform? When you're on a high platform, because crazy, that becomes your legacy. The crazy part is because he's a, a black millionaire who's been in the media plenty of times already for being a fucking idiot. That's his face now. He is an idiot. No, because Tom Brady, when <laughs> but, he was throwing fucking uh, surface tablets if you, if and you, shit. If you, if you, nobody said nothing about Tom Brady throwing My ass shit. did on Nobody media. said nothing about the coach who, who've done plenty of things in the last, this whole season, matter of fact, including jumping on the field, punching one of his, slapping the shit out of one it's of his players. But well, we it's already know And nobody that. says nothing because that's that a white guy. He's fair. the coach. It's cool because he's a white coach. No, this we shit already ain't cool, nobody said this shit not cool. All I'm saying is st- that's still we a already man, know that that's it's not fair, and white people are always gonna have their privilege. What I'm saying is, because of how America is on any platform, that's how we have to watch how we move. How you said you how you treat business is different from how you treat your personal shit. Boosie, that's just how we have so to move. So Boosie says something that was Lil Boosie says something. Well, Boosie badass now. He says something that was My very important. Brother. 
to people and nobody really even paid attention when he going through this this homosexual battle that he's going through with battling the the gay the community, right? Sex, but still, he says it's different. You can't you can't be canceled when you own yourself. Only people that have ever been canceled are people who are owned by other people. Whether it's a network, whether it's a label, whether it's a, a clothing line, whether it's an endorsement with Sprite or something like that. When you own yourself and you're doing everything yourself, Boosie hasn't, he hasn't even, I mean. I believe that. He, he hasn't even been, I mean, they, I guess they attempted to cancel him, but how can you, like he said, how can Boosie you cancel me? Boosie is entertaining right, as but, hell on Instagram. But so, and so was Dave Chappelle. Whom mm-hmm. his job was to entertain. Well, I agree with that. That's why you can't. Shows, that's though. why you can't cancel Dave Chappelle. He's not owned by nobody. Yeah, I, and I was not saying cancel AB at yeah, all. Yeah, like ain't nobody trying to cancel Antonio. No, I mean, but at the same time, as an it's organization, would you want to put him in your organization, knowing that if something goes wrong, he's just gonna flip out? But we don't know how many times they had a talk. We don't know how many times he brung the dude like. A lot of their players don't like that man. Not Antonio, but the coach. Yeah. And the coach said. It was a lot of things that came said, out after the fact. And I still stood on what I said is that, unfortunately, the way society is, when we're black and you reach a certain platform, how you react or respond to a situation, that's, that becomes part of your legacy. Yeah, but I'd rather die like a man than live on my knees. So you telling me that you would just drop everything and, and put on this whole, to, to me, it looked like a show because you could have just walked off the field and you ain't had to do all of that on the field. Yeah, I felt like he had Ver- to, sh- to him, he had to show him. No, because Vernon Davis brother retired in the middle of the damn guy. Well, halftime. He said, I retired. He from D.C., it don't matter. <laughs> And he, that was what he could have body slammed the coach. We would be like, yeah. And he left it at <laughs> that. Nigga went to Dunbar. But he all right no, with me. no, like, dramatic exit or nothing. It's just like, oh, I'm, nah, not, but, I'm done. Because, you know, if he had walked off that field, the only camera just would have followed him to. As a man, board. though, the only thing else he could have did was beat the shit out of the coach. And then he didn't even like. It's not like he drove off. This man was standing outside. He was extra. He was extra leaving the field. There's no doubt about it. Can I get a ride? No doubt about it. I just feel like it's a time and a place for everything. It's a time (laughs) and a place for everything, especially once you've reached a certain level in your career and your platform. Like, what do you want? What type of legacy do you want to leave behind? What do you want to be remembered for? That was the affirmation for my children last week. What do you want to be remembered for? What do you want to be? That was the warm up on Monday. What do you want your legacy to be? Because we was talking about COVID. That's my word of the week, y'all. We're going to skip over me when it comes for that time. That's the, yeah. that's the thing, though. You're going to have a legacy. It's up to you if it's going to be good or bad. Yeah, and I was trying to get my cheering to understand. But, and a lot of them was like, I don't want to be remembered for nothing. But that's what I'm saying. Because they, they, got, like nothing, them, they, they got, like, got nothing at home. They don't like themselves. That's and what I found out. That no, is. they don't got nothing at home. No, they really don't like themselves. I asked them to name three positive they, things about themselves. They, they don't. And a lot they of them. How old are they? They are 12 and 13. We're going to be the next hitters and, and steppers and shooters in the next three weeks. What? See what I'm saying? I got like, one that I keep telling him, you going to end up dead on NG. I don't care. You ain't supposed okay. to say that. My teacher, one of my teachers told me that. I hate that bitch to this day. 
Mr. Trent, it motivates people bitch, differently. Hate you, bitch. But the reason why I say that is because he has no regards for anything. But somebody, it, so, he, he never had the opportunity to receive it. Well, his right. mother, his mother definitely is part of his problem because when I was all type of bitches and shit. I told him, I said, you giving me all this energy, and I don't even know you from a can of paint. Like, I don't know nothing about you. But then when we have individual conversation, you can see the child in him. But he wants to be this. He wants to be a blood. He wants to be a thug so bad. Because like, that's you know, all they got. That, that's, who, that's who get the credibility in the world right now. Okay, in, in and a black that's community. why I told you that you need to come talk to my kids You, you got to be an athlete. You got to be a rapper. You, but you I'm trying to get You have them to be to, the biggest drug dealer in the city. But I'm trying you to have get to be the biggest stepper. Like, like they don't love themselves. Because they're looking for love from somebody else to love themselves. I know. They're going to turn. I see this all the time with my kids. Do I, if I come they, talk to these dudes, do I have to slap shit out when I? Please don't. <laughs> they, they middle schoolers. They middle schoolers. <laughs> so? They middle schoolers. But I literally told one of my students, I said. If they call the way, you out your name, is you going to be okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. No. The, I told him, I said, the way, that's no. it, the way y'all talk to me as a female, I said, y'all do know I'm loved by men out here. Like, I have men that love me. And that's I said, I said, the way that y'all talk to, to women, like, if th- these men be really in their feelings when I tell them how you talk to me, I said, you have mothers. Like, you don't want nobody disrespecting your mother like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, What's crazy is a man don't even got to know you if he a real man and he see that or hear that. He's going to feel some type of way. Like, I told, I told one of them, I was like, you really not built like that, sweetheart. That's why you act the way you act. Sweetheart, pissed. Yeah, because you embarrassed in his manhood that he thought he had. And I'm going to do that because I need that. Because I need you to understand. You the like, teacher. So you got to find it in you to find it in them. What what can you expose to them to independently, them to privately? Themselves. I do. I have individual conversations with them. But, but I try to get them to love themselves because they really. It's what, one thing to expose Bishop King by myself in the room talking to you and you expose me versus she here, he here, yeah, they here. And, and now I'm like, you just you gonna do that yeah. in front of all these motherfuckers? And then after, so now I got you old big bobblehead and then he after going all in. That, after, like, because you were doing the most in front of everybody. Right, but, so I'm going to shut you down. So then afterwards, first of all, I'm not teaching, I'm not going to sugarcoat shit because I want you to understand. But we we just talked about receive. If he's not, yeah, if you just say you've seen a kid in him, he's not even able to comprehend yeah, what you was talking about. Yeah, that was after the fact. After he decided that he wasn't going to be defined no more because he was trying to get me under, he was trying to get under my skin. That shit ain't work. So when he realized that, then we've had individual conversations. Then that's when I've seen the kid in him. Because hmm. a lot of them, they do a lot of shit. And when they realize that that shit don't bother, because they ran off men, like men as their teachers. Me, you're not going to run me off, because I ain't scared of none. I'm not scared of none of y'all. Like, as a as a special education teacher, I have fought grown men. I fought kids bigger than me, guys bigger than me. That's I the thing. You shouldn't have to go so, to work thinking you got a record nigga. And I don't want to do that. And I have never put my hands on them. But when you work with kids that have those that have emotional disabilities, and I use that term lightly because that term is overly used mm-hmm. with our youth, a lot of them don't have ED. They just lack discipline. Right. So with those kids, like I keep it one hundred with them because I tell them all the time. One of one of my biggest things, and I and uh, I had a white psychologist tell me that I was wrong. I said, "You already got one strike white against people. you because you're black. Your second strike is you're a male." 
Your third strike is you are in special education, so they're already expecting you to fail. So Thanks. this is what I tell them, because I'm trying to get y'all to turn it around, because this is not the life that you want to live. Like, you don't want this to follow you for the rest of your life. You don't want to, like, I don't want to fight y'all. I'm not your enemy. Like, but I be, but my big, biggest thing is trying to get them to love themselves because I've had students where I I've seen like, 16-year-olds running through females because their mama wasn't shit. So they're looking for their mother in these different females. I've done that. So, like, this is when, when I have male students, my focus is trying to get them to love themselves and realize, like, sir, you deserve everything. But... You got to love yourself first. Like, running through all these bitches and yeah, running through I all mean, Like, that ain't it. The thing is, they got to learn again. A lot of people be again. looking for their moms. They really do. It's, and I see it. I see it. And it's these just kids like are a lot only of, 13, 14, 15. I, 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 but I it's just like females I, I run from guys who remind them of their father. Yeah. Like, you see that too. Daddy issues is. No, nah, they just looking for the, the wrong type of love. Yeah, people try to feel yeah, love, with but they're but kinds. they're looking for <coughs> what what they missed from their parents. Yeah, I mean, and so, like when I see sheesh. when I see my kids with my students, I I'm very transparent. Like it's to the point where I've had students tell me stuff that they don't even tell their mom and they did. So I try to, but I want them. My biggest thing is trying to get my kids to love themselves because they don't. So how? So let's say I was, I'm brought up. We pour shit in my house. It's just me and my mom. But my entire family was in a gang, so now I'm born into a gang. That's all I know. That's all I live for. And I don't even put myself first. I put my gang first. I don't respect my mom because in the gang we're not respecting women, and I see how they treat each other out there in the streets anyway, right? How I see how women hate on each other. I see women shit on each other. I see women talk bad about each other. So now I'm taking that in, too. Like, well, fuck them bitches then. They don't need like themselves. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? How... And and now I'm like, I got to get this money because we piss poor. My father ain't dead. I ain't got shit else to live for but these niggas. And we dying every fucking day out here at 15, 16, 17 years old. Exposing so them to what could I violence. do, you know what I'm saying, besides think about money, drugs, and this gang like that I was born into? So how can the outsider say, like, what can the outsider, not say, but what can the outsider really do to try to portray a different scenery because that's all they know their entire life. Life for Exposing me, them I to just, different Yeah, I just be trying to expose them to different stuff. Like, it's so much more to life than just, oh, I want to be a... Like, I don't want... He want... He swear he'll blood. Like, that's, that's it's all more than, than gangs, rapping, and, and athletes. And so, for me, like, I have tried to find, like, black men that are... That have may have went through what they went through, but they have been successful. Like, and I've, and at previous schools, I've had black men that come in, they were in, they had IEPs and they had behavior issues, but like, they're one of the most successful entrepreneurs that I know. Cause it's so bigger, like, it's, again, it's bigger than you. It's bigger than your block. It's bigger than your neighborhood. It's and bigger so than that's what I get thing is that kids don't understand. understand outside of their neighborhood, there are other positive things happening. Right. Because this is all that they like, know. Even right, with, exactly. Even that's why I fuck the next nigga, fuck the neighborhood, even with fuck the female students, and all that. Like, Crazy. I try to, because... They look for validation from guys because a lot of them, they, like, their daddies ain't shit. So, like, even with that, like, I try to, like, teach them how to love them. Like, I literally had a student that tell me, she was like, you just, you're just so positive all the time. Like, but it's like, I'm trying yeah, to get treat y'all. Treat them niggas like they're in the halfway house. 
Like, I'm trying to get y'all to see it's so much more to life than the streets. Or, like, I had one year, all the girls were sad because they didn't have Valentine. I said, if y'all don't love yourself and be your own fucking Valentine. That's because society make it seem like, like you got like to important. you got to do that when. Right. And so, for me, like, I try though. to be very transparent. And I try to get, because our kids uh, don't have that. So, we are our own society, right? Like. I could bring 10 niggas in here right now who say, I want to be a rapper. I want to be a rapper. And I say, how much money you got in your bank account? They be like, nah, we broke. That's why we doing this. And the first thing I do is this. First thing I do is this. Yeah, we want to be a rapper. You want this. Now I'm shitting on the poor. This is what rappers do every fucking day. We shit on the poor. And I'm just saying we as as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. We shit on the poor, the same people we are shopping our product to. Mm -hmm. The same people who are killing each other and dying from our lyrics. Trying to live our life, and some of these niggas never even been to jail, never shot a gun, never been shot, never been shot at, never been stabbed, none of that shit. Mm-hmm. But you as a fan, these little boys, because they're not men, these little young dudes, they don't know no better. Yeah, because when he said they NBA think young boy was the best rapper alive, I said, nigga, I can name five local rappers right now. But just, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, they see the money. They go off of that money. They go off of how many times you've been in jail, like. Do you understand, like, these niggas, some of these niggas might not even ever come home, though. Like, never. Can you imagine? Your cell not even this big, bro. I can't even This is luxury to compared to a cell, bro. Here. Like, I, like have, I, really, I had two brothers who did 11 years, and they're going to be here just to talk about how. Yeah, they shitting on the poor. How they turn their life around. I really be trying One has started to be business. in my classroom like, Jesus, I don't fuck what else to say. Like, you know, they be like, like, the males, the males in my class are like oh well you know we want the boys to love you like we want you to be the positive person but it's like i'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all like i, I i'm not you have to talk sugar. to sometimes you have to talk to them on their level because that's the best I do. way they're and a lot of times when i get them by themselves individually we have much better conversations Mm-hmm. And, you know, like they be wanting to hug that's me. That's what do they want to like, be? They don't. They don't have realize. And if, if you, they do, they don't know how to I get there. I finally got them to get to the point where they don't. I'm no longer a bit. Well, the one called me a fat bitch because he was mad, so he wanted to murder me the other day because I snitched on his ass. But that's fine. But um, <laughs> I yeah, I told your parents how your ass was acting. But other than that, like now, like the bitch and all that, like the disrespect that I was getting, I don't get that anymore. So. That's one step. Like, for example, like, the same guys, if they was with their mom and you called their mother a bitch, they going to want to fight you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I try to get them but to But if understand. a white man probably call your mother a bitch, they probably don't do shit. That's yeah. crazy. And and what I try to get, that's what I try to get them to you understand. kill your own before you kill the other Like, man, huh? the way y'all talk and disrespect <coughs> me, because like. they know how, I feel like. They already know how a black person's gonna respond because they haven't been exposed. But see, I don't, to that mean, other I don't fight fire with fire. Like I don't yell at them. Like when they be yelling, I talk to them in the same calm tone, like all that. And I'm like, you see how you yelling at me? You see how I'm talking to you right now? That's how they talk at home to their mother. And that should be, but it be fucking they don't up know because I don't else. give them that. Like I'll be like, oh, are you done? Are you finished? Okay, you want to talk about it? Like, I give them all that. Like, yeah, I, I, was, I wasn't that person when I worked in school. Let me talk to you for a minute. Parents used to give me the okay to fuck their kids up when I worked in those fours. For a good reason. You're fighting in a good way. I don't want to fight. But you are fighting. You're teaching them. You're trying to learn them something. That's a good fight. Well, she said she don't want to fight. 
The one boy was like, oh, her nails cost too much. Uh-uh, yeah. Right. You on my side. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say I was in a poly relationship. I didn't say I wanted one. I understood it. They asked me what I ever been to. I said, I did at first. I wanted to. All right. Well, our last question is about the book that you have coming. Yeah, because I got to get back from Oh, gosh, you got the PP. <laughs> <laughs> um, we both do. We both do. So the book, the book is called Broken Blood. Uh, it should be out within the next ninety days, and it's just a story of my life, pretty much. Like, pretty much like if you heard my music, it's all of my CDs into one, plus some stuff people never knew, a whole lot of stuff people never knew. And uh, I got um, actually an interview that it's at eight o'clock already, so it should be up and loaded. It's already out. Um, it's called FaceTime, and it just gives you a little bit of insight of what the book is going to be like. And what do we have to look forward in 2022 from Bishop King? Um, right now, I just, um, I'm almost wrapping up a project called Stringer Bell. Go what? Stringer Bell. String? Stringer Bell. Oh, I didn't know if it was an or. or <laughs> right, I was like, wait a minute. String, if, if, if you're familiar with The Wire, you're familiar with the character Stringer Bell played by Idris Alba. Um, he was a lawyer. He had a suit. He had a briefcase, he had the nice cars, he had a nice apartment, loft, he had all of that good stuff. But he was one of the biggest drug dealers in the city. He was about that life. He was a, a violent individual, he was in the streets. And um, I named the CD that because I was on the honor roll, like I said. I even went to college. But while doing all that, I was still on the block rolling dice, selling weed. I didn't go, go away. Selling coke, selling pills, a pistol on my hip, still in shootouts, still in fights. I've been locked up, all that. So it was, it was just like, no. It was just like, uh, (laughs) no. (laughs) That was so smooth. No, no. I'm just me. You know what I'm saying? So it was just me telling my story. And the Stringer Bell was just like, it was just like a perfect fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. we're not supposed to judge somebody just by looking at them, but unfortunately, we we almost can. It takes 15 seconds for people to uh, judge somebody. Yeah, it depends. Cause no, that's that's psychological. That's in the psychology. Because if I never, if I never talked about, if <laughs> okay, I, if hello, because I, I got a whole master's in psychology. Yeah, I got this. See? <laughs> you know what I mean, sit on debate on it. If if I never, if I never came on the show. And talked about the charities and talked about these young ignorant ass men you teach and, and Antonio Brown and stuff like that. They probably like, this dude is an asshole. He's a fool. He's this, no, he's that. He's this, that. No, we third. saw a different side of y'all. Y'all, I'm talking about the people that are watching. She said 15 seconds. I'm talking about Coochie for 10 minutes. Even, even on Party Mode Live, like, you know, we, you have your moments, which are, what, what is your two, your two, oh, yeah, seconds. moment of truth, moment 2.5 of seconds of being seconds. serious. Yes. Yeah. Some you know, good stuff. The first one? Yeah, when you had us repeating shit. No, you just couldn't read. No, first of all, she I said, was, this is too much. It I, was too I feel much. like my students. Like, he was like, it was these long ass it was, sentences. I, I would love myself. That, you know what I mean? That it was he my word. to repeat, but it was like six of them. It was like a BCR that he wanted us man. to repeat. Hey, real quick though, before I get out of here, if you're a grown man and you listening, man, knowing your worth is everything, Slim, you'll treat everybody different. Your whole world going to open up to to be a whole different situation. I joke a lot. I play a lot, but I know who I am. I know my worth. It feels great. So nobody's going to be able to take your peace. Nobody's going to be able to 
distract you from from everything that you're trying to do. So as a grown man, when you know your worth, you're gonna treat other people with honor, move with respect, and the same shit that you want back in return. Learn how to communicate, because that shit is everything. Everything. That's okay, it. Okay, we wrap up our show. Yeah. You see how he just slid into that Yeah, you slid into the words of wisdom for the week. <laughs> I do what I can do, and I can do it. Oh, that, that's that's right. get me. Commercial break him, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, kid, you got my money. Huh? Oh, well, Phyllis. I got a piece, so this is going to be real fast. She's going to wrap it up. She's going to take it home. For real, it's the tequila and the honey. Um, so, we are getting ready to go into Black History Month, y'all. So, please, please, Black History please. You right. We are blackity blackity black 365. But I encourage y'all going into this week to look up something that you don't know in reference to black history. Um, one thing about me um, in my classroom, I have been teaching these young men things all since I've started working with them. Um, but we have such a rich history outside of Rosa and uh, Martin Luther the King. And Malcolm X. So I really want y'all to take some time to really look into things. I will shout out Amazon because Amazon definitely has amazing, amazing document series. Also, please, mothers, fathers, sisters, aunties, brothers, um, can y'all really educate our young black men and women on who the Black Panthers are? Because if I hear Wakanda one more time oh, when, I, <laughs> when I reference the Black Panthers, I'm going to scream, okay? Everybody who knows me always knows that I've always said I want an Angela Davis afro, and I definitely have one in my real hair. So I <laughs> want y'all to definitely please take some time to. Hey, I want to add two more things for you since you're on that black history. What? For your boys, too, at school, though. Mm-hmm. And for yourself. Mm-hmm. Oscarville, Georgia, okay. and York Hill, New York. Okay. All black people should know about both of those places. All right. Also, in reference to that, because it just made me think of there were other black towns that were ruined outside of Tulsa, yes. Oklahoma. So we talked about it last week. But yes, definitely um I challenge y'all <coughs> to research something that you don't know. Okay. Somebody that you don't know. Okay. Yeah, if you need me, I got ten of them right here. Oh, I got yeah. a lot. That's my words of wisdom for this week, y'all. Going to Black History Month, knowing a little more than you know. Whoop, whoop. So y'all know I'm mixed, and so um, (laughs) I'm I'm celebrating next month anyway, regardless of how you feel. (laughs) Um, You you would have been a slave. Don't worry. Yeah, I still would have been a slave. Mm -hmm. I just would have been in the house, you know, with air conditioning, much how it feels in this room. But anyways. But anyways, um, <laughs> we're kicking off Black History Month with um, the Queens. We will have next Sunday, we will have the Queens from Soul Sisters. It's a reality show. They will be with us next show. We also have Yemi Game this month. Yemi! We have Mr. Get Right or Get Left at the end of this month. Plus, we will be at the pop-up shop with for D. Michelle's pop-up shop on February the 26th. Um, we are so looking forward to this month. It's going to be yes, extremely busy. I'm bothered, period. Yes, we are booked until what? Uh, Mid February, end of February. I mean, end of March now. We Just about. Them. But yeah, so <clears throat> we appreciate all our support. Um, we thank y'all for <laughs> tuning in. Thank Bishop King for coming and kicking with us. Thank you to Bishop DeKang. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get us some milk. 
I just can't right now. Um, so I already said what I needed to say earlier for 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 my wisdom of the week. Um, yeah. So just make sure that um you choose wisely what you want to be remembered by. We thank y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in. Um, all audio will be available on Tuesday morning. We love y'all, and we see y'all next week. See y'all. Bye, y'all. They gon' hate you, girl. They gon' be mad at you. They gon' hate you, girl. They gon' be mad.